Shalom Ubarachorab to Masachas Yodidaf Mem Beis. Today's Daf discusses, uh, we finished the sugi of Hanufa and the negative sides of that and who is not Mechabal Pnei Shechina. And then we begin a new parak, the eighth parak of Masachas Yodidaf, discussing the Meshuach Melchoma, the riling speech that he gave, where he gave it, uh, the Makar that we have a Meshuach Melchoma in the first place. We learn about some characters, uh, Goliath, Orpah, and Shoivach. We begin with the fourth lesson that Rebbe Lozer teaches us about Chanufa, about flattery. Any community that has Chanufa is repulsive like a needle, like the, the Potsuk says, Ki adas chanaf galmud. In the cities near the city, used to call a needle galmuda. Galmuda is the lotion of gemula, that she's separate from her husband. Fifth, Rebbe, fifth statement from Rebbe Lozer is that any Ada, any gathering that that has flattery will end up being exiled. The Pasuk says, uh, and it says, also, you see that there's a connection between Golos and Galmuda, this Hanufa. Next, Rabbi Yirmiya Barava tells us that there are four types of people who do not get to greet the Shechina. There is the Leitzonim, Hanifim, Shkarim, and those who speak Lashon Hara. We see the Leitzonim, the frivolous ones from the Pasuk Meshach Yodoi as Loitzitim. The Hanifim, the flatterers, we see don't get to greet the Shechina. The Pasuk says, Kiloi, the fun of Chonaf Yovoi. And the Kash Shkarim, the liars, don't get to greet the Shechina. We see this in the Pasuk, Doiver Shkarim, Lo Yechavil, Negedenai. Those who speak Lashon Hara don't greet the Shechina because the Pasuk says, Kiloi, Kiel, Chofetz, Resha, Toloi. Yogur Chora, and it's and Tzadik Ato Hashem Lo Yogur Megur Chora. We hadju and Allah Ilunemar, and without we finish the seventh parakasaita, which began telling us all the things that are only allowed to be said in Loshna Kodesh, and those which are allowed to be said in any language, we begin the next parak of Meshuach Melchama that tells us that the speech that the Meshuach Melchama, the Kohen Gadol, which was there's a separate Kohen Gadol who used to take Klal out to war. When he spoke to Klal Yisrael, it was also only in Lashon HaKodesh. The Pasuk says, Voyo, Ke kirbechem el ha-melchama v'nigash ha-koyin, referring to the Koyen Meshuach Melchama. It says, V'dabri el ha-am b'Lashon HaKodesh. Pharaoh said he speaks to them in Lashon HaKodesh. Why does he tell them? He tells them, Shema Yisrael, listen up. Klal Yisrael, we're only going to be fighting our enemies, we're not going to be fighting Jews. Who then? Shimon aren't going to fight, Shimon and Benjamin are not going to fight. If one of them falls into your hand in war, have Rachmanus on them. The Pasuk says, The Pasuk show that Klal Yisrael really take care of a Jew who falls into their hands. But when it comes to the enemies, they will not have mercy on you. It is them that we're going to fight. Next, Meshach Muhammad tells them, Don't be scared from the neighing of their horses, the banging of their swords, nor from their the clashing of their shields or the the platoons that they have. Don't be scared of their horns, their war horns. And don't run away from their screams, these fierce tactics. The Pasuk says, Meshach Muhammad is telling Klai Yisrael, they're coming to you with the 
force of, of humanity, of humans, but you're coming with the Rabbanu Shalalim. For example, the Plishtim came with Goliath. That was their big war tactic, their, their key to success. But at the end, he fell to the sword, and the Plishtim went down with him. The Bnei Amun came with Shuvach, and at the end, he also died by the sword, and the Bnei Amun together with him. But you, Klai Yisrael, you come with Hashem Alekechem, referring to the Machanei Ha'aroin. Now, how do we know that it has to be, this speech has to be in Lashon HaKoyedesh? So the Gemara explains that we have the Pasuk over here by the Meshach Muhammad says, V'daber, and it says, By Moshe Rabbeinu Moshe Daber, V'alakim Ya'anenu Bekol. Over there, they were talking Lashon HaKoyedesh. Over here, the speech is in Lashon HaKoyedesh. Next, we learn from the Pasuk, V'nikash HaKoyin V'dibra Elohim. I would think that maybe any coin can give the speech. That's why it specifically says, V'dabru HaShoytrim. It's like the Shoytrim, the police of Klai Yisrael were appointed, so too this has to be an appointed king, uh, an appointed Koyin rather. Okay, so why not the Koyin Gadol himself? No, it has to be like the police, just like the police has someone above him, someone who he calls his boss, so to this Koyin can't be the Koyin Gadol, he has to have a boss. The Gemara asks, wait, hang on, the Koyin Gadol has the king who's on top of him. Yeah, but when it comes to Avoida, no one's on top of him. So we need a Koyen who has someone in charge of him in the Avoidah. No, so why not the Sgan Koyen Gadol? Why do we need to have a separate Meshach Melchama Koyen Gadol? The Gemara explains that the Sgan wasn't actually appointed. We see this in a Bryce, Reb Hanina Sgan HaKoyenim says, the, the Sgan Koyen Gadol was only there to sit on the bench just in case the Koyen Gadol was out. It became Tome or something like that. Now, the next the Gemara asks, why does the Koyin Meshach Muhammad specifically tell them Shema Yisrael? Rabbi Yoichel HaMashim HaPashim HaYechai explained, Kaddish Baruch was telling Klai Yisrael, even if the only schos that you have is that you did, you said Kriya Shema Shachas and Arvis, you learned Torah, Klai Yisrael will, uh, will not be sent into the hands of their enemies, you will be victorious. Next the Gemara tells us that the Meshach Muhammad actually gave two speeches, one on the border and one in war. By the border, he would tell them, everyone who's going out to war, listen up. If you are not qualified to go out to war, go back home. If you planted a vineyard or you recently got married, just built a house. If you have a pator, now go home. While in battle, he would tell them, don't be scared of anything. He would have four lashonas of not being scared. Connected the four terrors that the game tried instilling in us the, the banging, the horns, the screaming, and the neighing of the horses. Now, our mission had mentioned Goliath. So we explore the character a little bit. Rabbi tells us that he was called Goliath because he was Giloi Ponim. He stood brazenly in front of Hashem. The Pasuk says, When Goliath was taunting Klai Yisrael, he said, Ish, and Ish is referring to HaKadosh Baruch We see this, Hashem Ish Melchama. This Baruch who says, not only will an Ish not be, beat you, I'm going to have a Ben Ish beat you. And David is, was David Ben Yishai Efrati. Rabbi Yoichron says from Rabbi Meir that there were three things that Goliath said, this Rasha, that ended up coming back and caught, caught his own tongue. The first thing he said, uh, He was singing in a taunting way, are you going to send a man to take me down? But he actually ended up getting taken down. And he said, Is he going to hit me? And he ended up hitting him. 
And then he told David, he said, what am I, a dog? A They're coming at me with sticks. And he ended up hitting him with a shot. Gemara says, well, why was it so terrible that, Eglon, that Goliath rather, was taunting him about his weapons? David also taunted him about his weapons. He said to Goliath, So it sounds like that was a normal, uh, healthy interaction. Gemara explains that David was only mentioning Goliath's weapons to contrast it. He says, look, you're bringing weapons. But uh, David continued, He says, I'm coming with Hashem. He only mentioned the weapons to contrast to what David's weapon, what his real rep- weapon was. So it says, Hashkim Ve'erev, Rabbi Yechonah explains that Goliath was used to taunt the Jews in the morning and night to be mevatal them from Kriyashma. He knew that that was their schos. He stood us up for 40 days, and Rabbi Yechonah explains this was connected to 40 days that we waited to get the Torah. It was that delay that gave him the koyach to stand. Now, Goliath is referred to in the Pesach as the Bainim. What, what is that? What's Bainim? So we have a few different explanations. Rav says he was mevuna; he was clean of all mum; he was perfect physically. Shmuel says he was benoni; he was the, the the average one between his brothers. It's not even a compliment. He was just you know he wasn't even the, the biggest and strongest. The Bay of Sheila says third option that he was built like a house, kabinyan, like a tower. The fourth explanation says he was the son of. Bainim means Barmea, Papi, Vechada, Ninoi. He was the son of a hundred fathers. Couldn't know who his father was. The Pasuk says, Goliath, Shemoi, Magos. Why was his name Magos? If Yosef explains in Abraisa, he was referred to as Magos because everyone uh, trampled his mother like a gas. She was with a tremendous amount of men. The Pasuk also says, Ma'orois, Vekarino, Ma'arachos. It says Ma'arachos, but we read it. It says Ma'orois when we read a Ma'arachos, and it explains because everyone had Bia with his mother. The says Harpa, but it's read Arpa. Ravin Shmuel gave different interpretations of, of this Pasuk. One says that her name was actually Harpa, they just called her Arpa because everyone would deboil her by her neck, Shalika uh, Darka. The other opinion is that her real name was Arpa. They just called her Harpa because, again, in the same vein, that everyone would trample his mother like uh, crushing wheat. Karifos. We see this also. The pasuk says, "Vatikach oisha, vatifroish hamesech al panei habe'er, vatishtach olel harifos." Same harifos, the same crushed wheat. We see this also in the pasuk game. Tichocheshes, ho'evil b'machtich b'soy harifos. Eli. Next, the pasuk says, "Arba ela yoldu laharpa begas vayiplu biyad David ubiyad avodav." Arpa had these four children who fell to David. Who were they? Rav Chista tells us there's Saf, Modoin, Goliath, and Yishbi. They were all in Noiv. All fell to David and David's servants. We see this in the pasuk Vatishak Arpa lacha Moisa virus Dov Kaba. Rav Yitzchok explains. HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, Rus, 
Zdovak to Naomi. Arpa came and kissed Naomi and left. The one let, let the children of the one who connected to Naomi capture those who or take down the children of the one who kissed Ravadarshins. Then the source of the four tears that Arpa shed when departing her mother-in-law, Naomi, she was zoiche to have these four giboyrim come from her. Where the four tears is of Hatisana Koilon Vativ Kena Oid. The Oid doubles it that she, she cried four times. The Pasuk says, uh, and it's red, it's written, it's red, Rabbi Lazar explains that we haven't even explained half of the Shvach of this Russia, of Goliath, how strong he was. You know why? Because it's also to speak the praises of Rishayim. So the Gemara says, hang on, but you you said we almost got to half. Why did we mention any praise of Goliath? If it's also to say the Shvach of a Russia, Elamai, the Gemara answers, we want to show the greatness of Goliath to show who David beat. So it's really all a means of showing of saying the Shvach of David. Now we, we mentioned a character, Shoivach, who also fell to Kala Yisrael from Amoin. Who is the Shoivach? The Buster says Shoivach, and it says Shoivach. Rav and Shmuel argue here also what his name was. One says his name was Shoivach, and they called him Shoivach because he was so tall, like a Shoivach, like a dove's nest. The other one says his name was Shoivach, and they called him Shoivach. But anyone who saw him was so scared that they would wet themselves. There was water pouring out of them like a, a bucket. Uh, like a stream, rather. The Pasuk says, I hear this. Rav and Shmuel have different understandings of this Pasuk. One says that when he would shoot an arrow, he would make piles and piles of corpses. And it wasn't just that he was skilled at warfare. That's where the Pasuk adds, Kulam Gibayrim was out of brute force, of strength. Other one, the other version of understanding this Pasuk is that these giants, when they went to the bathroom to take care of their needs, they would make piles and piles of zevel, of excrement. Maybe it was because they were sick. No, that's why the Pasuk says, Kulam Gibayrim is because they were giants. Rev. Mori says, you see from here that someone is producing a lot of excrement going to the bathroom, there is a stomach illness there. This is interesting. Fun facts? No, we have to know to go and find him a refua to heal this person. The Pasuk says, Of here also of Ami and of Asi disagree how to interpret this Pasuk. One says, that one should throw off his worries, rid them from his mind. And the other one says that he should pass it on to other people. A worry sheared is a worry halved. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.